Roman number one says, Christ as the preeminent and all-inclusive one is the allotted portion of the saints. So uh, as we read, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you for a share of the allotted portion of the saints in the light. Here the Greek word for portion actually is lot. And so this sense of lot is included with the adjective allotted here. This, this lot refers to the fact that each of the 12 tribes of Israel was given a section of the good land. Then among those tribes, every family, every family and every saint had, every family and every member of that family had a particular part of that lot. So everyone who was, who was among Israel was qualified to have a tract, a dwelling place in on the good land in which they could live. They could work, they could sustain themselves, they could enjoy, and they could have their entire living there on the good land. A says, the allotted portion refers to the lot of the inheritance as illustrated by the allotted allotment of the good land of Canaan given to the children of Israel for their inheritance. And this is referred to in Joshua 14.1. Now point B says, the New Testament believer's allotted portion is not a physical land. It is the all-inclusive Christ as the life-giving spirit. Amen. So dear saints, here uh, this is a very, very uh, crucial Crucial point here. Um, our reference verse here is uh, Galatians 3.14, which refers to the fact that <clears throat> the Spirit, the blessed Spirit, the blessing of the Spirit is the fulfillment of the promise given to Abraham as his blessing. That blessing, that blessing was in particular the good land, indicating that the spirit now, Christ in resurrection, is to be the good land for us. Saints, this is filled, filled with implication. We are to live with a realization and a sensation that we are living in Christ as the spirit who is our good land upon whom we're living. Now, when we're conscious of this, this changes our daily experience and has a way to cause the Lord to be with us in our conscious frame in all the things that we do. Now, when <clears throat> the other reference verse here is, is the verse we read, um, Colossians 2.6. Colossians 2.6 says, as you have received the Christ, referring to our regeneration. Then the second verse, Galatians 3.14, says that this 
Christ is now the spirit as the good land. So we have received in our regeneration into our spirit the Christ who is the spirit, the good land. Amen. So when we, when we are reminded to contact him and we call on him and whisper his name, Lord Jesus. We contact, thus we contact our, let's see, how should I say this? I have my spirit, I have my spirit, then I contact my spirit, and my spirit becomes our spirit. My spirit becomes our spirit, the spirit which is the expansive, extensive, good land. And, and as a result, I can have the realization and must have the realization that what I am doing, what I'm involved with, is, is transpiring in Christ as the spirit as my good land. Now, this point says that this is not, obviously, a physical land. Rather, it's a spirit land. Now, Song of Songs 2.12 says, figuratively speaking, that this land that we received when we were regenerated and that now we touch, it says, is our land. It says we are our land. This important inclusion in the, in the Old Testament that our spirit is now our land indicates that for the Lord to be our land is a matter of our relationship with him. So how do we how do we experience and enjoy the all extensive one who has come into us as the all inclusive spirit to be to be our good land? Well, we have to realize that this spirit, this good land, is not a physical land. It's our land in which we engage with the Lord. So here's a brief definition. What is the good land? What is our land? Our land is the spousal relationship between God and man in a now 
reciprocated, divinely initiated affection. If I could say that again. <laughs> what is the good land, which is the spirit we received when we were regenerated? It is, it is the spousal relationship between God and man in the now reciprocated affection that is divinely initiated. In other words, when we come to contact the Lord, who indwells us as this good land, as the Spirit, we respond to him with romantic intent and match the romantic intent that he had when he came into us. And now we engage with him there with feeling of affection and find ourselves in the good land of the consummated spirit in a tone and atmosphere of divine affection. Amen. Now, you may think this is my idea, <laughs> but actually, the books of the Pentateuch, the books of poetry, the major prophets, and the minor prophets all speak about the good land with this kind of a sensation. Saints, for us to realize this is like discovering the missing ingredient in your diet that's causing you to emaciate and fade away because you don't have the, the, the crucial ingredient. If we don't have this sense regarding the Lord as the indwelling good land, we lose feeling, we lose motivation to live in this land. But so, so this, is, this is not the land, this is our land.